Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And I'm Jan. On Trek to the Holodeck, we do the hard work of definitively, I can never say that word, <laughs> definitively ranking the best episodes of Star Trek that are featuring the holodeck. Yeah, and if you uh, are a first-time listener and you don't know what the holodeck is, uh, it's basically like a, a like a VR thing, but you don't need goggles. You just walk into a room and boom, you're like wherever you want to be, whenever you want to be. And the way that we definitively rank our episodes Ooh. is with our patented and infallible Drasks system, Drasks. Uh, where we, we, we judge based on dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Merch coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what qualifies as a holodeck episode? That's a good question. It's any episode featuring the holodeck, whether it's extremely brief, like you're walking through the hallways and the door opens and we see the holodeck, or like this episode or some other episodes where a lot of the episode takes place in the holodeck. We span them all. Hell so yeah. this week we're doing a Star Trek Voyager episode from season three, episode 14, called Alter Ego. And it yeah. first aired January 15th, 1997. So please come with us on our Trek, Trek to the Holodeck. Simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Take to the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so this yeah, is the, the 54th episode of Star Trek Voyager. That's it? Yeah. 54th? Man. It's early, it's early goings. I'm early. still early goings then. I very <laughs> recently I, watched this. Apparently, though, the Doctor already has his hollow emitter. His hollow emitter. emitter. He got it. I thought that yeah. was a much later thing. No, it happens it, at the beginning of season three, I think. Okay. It looks, yeah. the, yeah. a, little, it looks a little different. I could be it wrong, does. but it looks like it evolves at some point to... He's got, the, he's got the the eye emitter four. You know, like it's nice. It's got the retina display, but it's not, you know, it doesn't have five thousand cameras yet. <laughs> well he gets it from the future, right? Or like from another Yeah, dimension or something like dimension that. Dimension or something. Yeah, yeah they take it. Like, back. hey, do you need this for plot pr for for writers' purposes? Like do, yeah. do the writers yeah. want you in different rooms so they can do more stories? Boom. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> Although, funny thing is, we only see him on the holodeck in this episode. That's yeah. true, yeah. And very briefly. So while we see his admitter, it might have something to do. We only see him on the holodeck. It might have something to do with the fact that the director of this episode is Robert Picardo. Oh. Yeah, his little oh, scene's Bob. a little shout out to him. It's a really yeah, great it, little shot, though. <laughs> uh, it was written by Joe Minoski, who also wrote the last episode we reviewed. Whoa. Emergence. We're on a Joe Minoski. Uh, yeah, we're on a Minoski run. A Minoski run. <laughs> yeah. The music was uh, done by Paul... Ballergian, Polly B, Polly B. We're Polly just gonna B. call him Polly B because that's a hell of a last name. That is a hell of a last name. Guest star shoutouts. We got Sandry Nielsen. Sand. Uh, that's, a, that's a typo. It's Sandra uh, Nelson. Sandra Nelson. That's <laughs> what I thought. But I was like, Sandry. That's a cool name. That is a no, cool name, actually. Yeah. She's uh, Morena. Yeah. Cool. The alien. And, uh, and also Alexander yeah. Enberg as Vorik, who everyone's just favorite Vulcan sucks. Oh my <laughs> god! He's if there's so like a list, annoying. If there's a if there's a ranking of of top three worst Vulcans. Uh, it's Solak is like number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so because he's sucks. like racist and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> then it's tied for second place, Vorik and Torik. Uh, and they're twins, so that makes sense. Yeah, insufferable. And third is like Cybok from from Star Trek V: The Final Frontier. <laughs> Spock's half brother or whatever. How many Worst siblings does Balkans. he fucking have, Spock? As as many as Jesus. writers need to. Yeah, what the hell? 
I love that so far, I mean, we see a lot of Vulcans and we hear a lot of Vulcan names, but it's like Lopec, Vorek, Solok. It ends Spock. that way. Spock is all, K- it feels, Spock feels out of place for all the other, to Paul. Because it's like one, all the other, it's one syllable. All the other ones are two syllables. Yeah. And and Spock's half human, you know, he's got. That's true. To, Multicultural, I've, biracial. They thing gave him the I've, first part of the name of of a Vulcan, and the second part was like Brock, uh, a douchey <laughs> human name. <laughs> I have a question about Vulcans uh, as we kick off the synopsis. Um, yeah, did are they born with emotions, and then they're like stamped out through training? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, terrifying. Like, Holy shit! G- yeah, genetically. Yeah, or whatever they uh, they, it is learned. It is a philosophy. Have we ever uh, seen any Vulcans who just like said fuck it and like didn't th- do that? Uh, that sounds so familiar. Like there's like a sect of Vulcans who who have emotions. Own, I can't remember yeah. what it's from though. Uh, so there's stuff in Enterprise where there are Vulcans who are like, this is maybe yeah. too extreme. Yeah, and and they're a little and to Paul's like, uh, we don't talk about them, but they also <laughs> had some good points because it's like, yeah. hey, there should be a balance. And then of course you could argue that Romulans are basically Vulcans who chose to be to be fine with their emotions, Wild. not be fine, but give in to them, which is why Romulans are like pure evil because it's like the Jedi thing. Yeah, yeah, the natural inclination for Vulcans is that they are quite warlike. And the reason that they became so emotionless is because, uh, like, this is the only way we don't go to war with each other all the time. It's because we're just war. angry. It's the only okay. way we don't become Klingons, basically. Okay. Yeah. That Which ma- I think sense. is still too extreme because yeah. Vulcans have a lot of issues. <laughs> I was going to say, when he's basically at the beginning of this, Harry Kim is super distracted on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes to Tuvok and is like, I like a little child. Uh, Tuvok, I, I want to uh, suppress my emotions. <laughs> I was just about to say, Harry Kim is like the most child, childish person <laughs> in all of Star Trek. Like his, yeah. his more than his, Wesley, more <laughs> than Wesley, his first inclination when he like is falling in love with somebody that he doesn't want to fall in love with is to just suppress all emotions. I just know. literally like, I want to learn how to suppress all emotions. It's literally, it's like, dude, why don't you just ask her out? It's like, no, no, I can't. It's Mm-mm. the thing I thought of when he comes in and asks that it's like a, a, a seven-year-old child walking up to a pilot and be like, hey, can you teach me how to fly the plane? And you're like, no, you're a child. What do you know? And Tuvok takes the bait. I'm kind of surprised that he's like, yeah, let's fuck with your emotions right now because suppressing Tuvok's your emotions, <laughs> I guess that's true. He's just like, he's such a dad. He's like, Tuvok okay. is... You, you want to learn? Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a dad. But Tuvok in this episode... Reminded me of, um, of, uh, God, I'm terrible with names today. You're losing it. <laughs> it's so hot in Los Angeles for anybody yeah. who isn't in the cool city of Los Angeles. It's like a hundred uh, degrees. We're all sweating. It's like our a balls 10 off. million bajillion degrees. Yeah. Why am I blanking on? There are more degrees in Los Angeles than there Michael are Dorn's men in the character. Right <laughs> Worf. 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 Okay. Oh Let's God. take that back. <laughs> Uh, That's embarrassing, guys. Yeah, I would cut that out if I were you. I'm going to. Let's take it back. Don't. Don't don't cut it out. Oh, it's getting cut. Um, (laughs) Damn it. No, like Tuvok is basically Worf in this episode because Tuvok doesn't want to be anywhere. And I feel like oh, that's a classic that's a- Worf feeling of like Worf is just angry all the time and doesn't want to be involved in things because he wants to oh, be yeah. caught up in his own emotions. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love the sass from Tuvok in this I, episode. And I know we're like jumping ahead a little bit yeah. in saying this, but like Morena calls him out on it. I was like, hey, you know, by like not participating, you're kind of like making <laughs> this about yourself. And he's like, fuck. fuck I right. love his reaction to that. His reaction to that is more of like, when he sits down and he's like, your logic is impeccable. I read yeah, it I as like, how did you know I don't want to fucking be here right now? Like, <laughs> you you just read straight through me. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Any person would be like, God damn it. But he's just like, 
There's, yeah, okay. He's All the right. king of yeah. size. He's size a lot. Because he <laughs> he's <right>. a dad. <laughs> so he um, awesome. he takes Harry Kim under his wing and is like, I'm going to teach you how to suppress these emotions. And like basically he's like walking him through the, the one, two, threes, the ABCs of how uh, uh, Vulcans suppress their emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's when we enter the holodeck for the first time. This is you guys missed a very important part of this episode. Yeah, and this synopsis. No, there's Huge some part. there's some shit going on outside of the fucking <laughs> ship, which is what we're there's supposed to talk about. There's some bullshit space anomaly, like every other episode. It's, I know it's not as unimportant as say Worf's name. <laughs> there's a weird space anomaly that they're like, "What is that?" And then they're doing the guys, gobbledygook. You you two are the ones who always complain about Star Trek not being Star Trekky enough. This is literally the most Star Trekky thing. They they take a pit stop because there's like there's a cool nebula, there's a cool nebula, uh-huh. and Janeway's like, we should just hang out here for a while and study it because when are when else are we gonna do it? So they're just <laughs> hanging out studying this cool nebula. It's nerdy and it's boring, but Super it's boring. very Star Trek. The, what I'll say is the what I am here for with Star Trek is not necessarily the nerdy shit. I just want the weird holodeck episodes. R- truly, my favorite episodes are the fucking weird ones. Kind of like this yeah. one where you're like, what are we doing? Why are we doing and this? This is so weird. For me, it's not necessarily all the nerdy stuff that's going on outside. Like that makes that makes it that's a vehicle for all of the conversations and the uh-huh. the yeah, just yeah. having Which? just having time on the <laughs> ship to do <laughs> whatever you want to do. You but know? this is it is crucial to this episode. Yeah, I know, I know. Don't try to no. logic don't we're, try to tubok your way out of no. this. We're not trying to because, wiggle our way out, I promise. Because I promise. it is it is a vehicle it for is. what this entire really episode is. is about. Yes. It really is. At first it's a vehicle to show that Harry Kim is just not doing his work. Like yeah. he's distracted. Yeah. Which also, by the way, he's distracted, but he's distracted to that point of like he's still listening to you yeah. and like he can repeat everything you just said like if he was in a classroom and the teacher's like harry what did i just say he'd like repeat the whole thing but then just not give a shit about it it's like but, but what did it mean harry He's yeah. like, ah, I, don't know. I don't know i would love to see harry kim in like a fifth grade classroom with all the children sitting in a small desk and the teacher's like what did i just say he's like uh, back in 1942, this happened and this happened. And the teacher's like, Harry, this is why you'll never get moved to fifth grade. You're going to be stuck in fourth grade <laughs> for seven years. Oh, my God. So, okay, so there's a space anomaly outside. Whenever any of that shit happens, I got to be honest, I kind of tune out because I'm like, all right, space anomaly, whatever. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come into the sh- something's gonna happen to the ship there's some shit out there they gotta they're, figure they're out. wondering why they're wondering why this uh nebula which one seen in the alpha quadrant uh they've never seen it like because the scientists have speculated that it, it it only lasts briefly because it basically like catches like wildfire on these explosions and burns <laughs> itself out so they've never seen one and so the yeah. fact that they get to see one and they're also questioning why it's been, or it seems like it's been around for centuries. Like it's been around for yeah, like a this, very long time. It's like this thing is theoretically a thing that we knew about. And also in that theory, we shouldn't, it should not still be here. Yeah. yeah. So what's going on? Maybe we can use it to contain warp core breaches, Ooh. which hey, might be useful. That's, which, yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> once we get to that part of the episode, uh, we should talk about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because they should. leave. And don't get the technology. Exactly. They don't even <laughs> ask. They're just like, it's in typical Star Trek fashion, by the end of the episode, they're like, we're so over this. <laughs> we're just like, we just got to move on. We got to go. I, I was thinking something. With a lot of these Voyager episodes, a lot of TNG episodes, uh, they, they finish the plot. And there's like no epilogue. It's just like, all right, we're done. And like the episode, yeah. episodes end really shortly. Uh-huh. And I thought yeah. to myself... Could they give us like a a compromise show where it's 25 episodes, but each storyline is a two-parter? So you get like a whole movie, right? And if you don't like that storyline, then the next two episodes will be a different storyline. So you get the serialized shit, 
but also the episodic shit. My friend, you're going to love Star Trek Enterprise because that's what that yep. show is. It is great. Finn, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. I, yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> uh, so Booby yeah. Booby Trap ends the same way when they're like, hey, uh, should we do something with the ship? They just, no, blow it up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Shoot it. Also in Enterprise, the, um, uh, the, I took a ride in a rowboat ends the same way. They're like, Bad hey, uh, so you're not pregnant anymore, but man, we don't need this holographic <laughs> technology. We're out. Like, yeah, just, we gotta go. We just, <laughs> we gotta go. It's just too weird. <laughs> So Every, as as you could probably imagine, this episode's pretty fucking boring because we're talking about all sorts of shit. It's a great yeah, episode, like, but not a lot happens. Um, it is totally an episode where nothing happens and it's interesting. Like yeah. it's a character study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like a lot of stuff happens on the holodeck, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Balana's like, you know, Kim is distracted in engineering. Balana's yeah. like, I'll pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. A lot of the um, stuff that happens outside of the holodeck is Harry Kim being distracted. Yeah. And Tom comes into Harry Kim's room and he's like trying to meditate. And Tom's oh. like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he like turns and he's like, I'm suppressing my emotions. <laughs> you're like, he's like a dude who discovered Buddhism. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like read like uh, two pages. I discovered Buddhism. <laughs> I'm really Buddhist now. It's like, okay, buddy. All right, dude. Um, we're going to go to Luau. He's like, I can be not Buddhist for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right before this, when they're walking down the hallway, and Tom Paris is so excited about his, like, classic 1940s, oh like, Ugh. shirt that he's, like, Just replicated. Just so annoying. <laughs> yeah. He calls it, he calls it yeah. a 1950s Big Daddy O surf special. <laughs> I was, when he said that, I was like, dude, Blana is not into, if I was Blana, I'd be like, fucking nerd. I'm leaving. Yeah, he, he, here's a so two things about that specifically because that scene stands out, and apparently they added it for time, like a week after production because the episode was short. Okay, oh. so they had to like throw in another ep- uh, scene. <laughs> two, I when I was a kid, I remember even like loving the will they or the, won't they relationship between Tom and Bolana yeah. and how much she's just like not interested, but it's never to my recollection creepy yeah it's never like tom is like come on why won't you date me it's always they're playful just, they're always, yeah, it's always playful yeah yeah, yeah. and it's of nice. course yeah. of course tom with his fascination for old school earth oh things oh my god would yeah. wear a big daddy o surf daddy-o. shirt like and she's like <laughs> i think you're getting a little fucking too excited about this like yeah that just, makes sense though that it was filmed after the fact because when he's in Harry Kim's quarters and uh, he replicates him a Hawaiian shirt. And it's like, I need the, I need the, I need parameters. The computer asked for parameters. I was expecting him to say big daddy. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't say it. He said, I love this is it getting into the holodeck a little bit, but I actually, I really love Harry's pineapple shirt. Yeah. Really good Hawaiian shirt. Everybody, all the shirts that they wear, you would see in Silver Lake. And yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. would be walking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'd also make great mask patterns. Wear your masks. Oh yeah. Also, uh, so this whole episode is basically just like a high school movie with like some space thrown in. Is like kind of what I was getting. I was like, it's kind of a weird love triangle thing going on with Harry and uh the the whatever Tuvok. Harry Tuvok and Morena. You know, yeah. and it's just like. It's so weird. It's yeah, so like weird. so. It's hard to not talk about the holodeck because it gets so integrated into the yeah. episode. Yeah. Um. But but like to summarize really quickly, Marina is a character in the holodeck who, for a minute, threatens to take over the Enterprise because she yeah. refuses to be deleted. We find out that, and 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 also is kind of seducing both Tuvok and Harry, mm-hmm. which I feel bad for Garrett Wang because it looks there's a it. It's good. It feels like it's going to be a Harry Kim episode. It's yeah. deleted. It becomes a Tuvok Straight episode. up just gets deleted from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, which there's, they have that scene where they talk about what's going on with the, the holodeck character. And they're like, it seems like it's a self-aware uh, holodeck character. And this yeah. has happened before. And they reference uh, uh, Moriarty taking over the Enterprise. Yeah. Which which, then which made adds me go, to our, which then made me go, why didn't they figure this shit out? <laughs> how to stop this from happening when it happened to the flagship ship 
Yeah. Classic like, track. When he when the Enterprise sent the like, so this happened. Um <laughs> What we had to do was imprison him in a little box, and I think we've got it figured out. So these yeah. are the things you should do to prevent this from happening. No. And Starfleet, it's like, cool. Um, it would just take so much time <laughs> We're to We're not going to send out another booklet. Yeah. I love, yeah, it's like classic Trek where they're like, we figured it out. Should we tell anybody about this? Ah, oh, fuck no. Nah, no, <laughs> no it'll be it fine. Out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, We're the Starfleet. thing is, he probably handed it to an ensign. He's like, make sure this gets to Starfleet. And Harry Kim. And the ensign's like overworked. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, ah, I. Too much flight. Outside of the holodeck, too, we also see uh, two Vox quarters a few times. Yeah. And uh, we see him playing Vulcan chess. Which Calto? Calto. How does it even work? I was honestly like, okay, cool it stick thing, and then it turns into something. Three pickup sticks. That's what yeah, it looks this like. This is like, this is the first <laughs> episode where it's ever featured. I'm not sure if it's in any other ones, but uh, they made it up for this episode. I couldn't because in the yeah. past they just have Vulcans play 3D chess. Yeah, that's complicated enough, in my opinion. Yeah. True, but 3D chess is a human game, not a Vulcan ah, yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but Calto is yeah uh, interesting. It, yeah, it looks like just a rat's nest of sticks. And then it morphs into a a pretty thing, if you put a stick uh, in the right place, right? It kind it kind of reminds me of that that game that Dax is playing in a Hollow Suite in a, yeah. a Man Alone, yeah, the where they were like, "What's a future game look like?" It's like make it so inscrutable yeah. that people can't figure yeah, it figured. out. <laughs> it's like it's just a ball, and you think at it. I love like, okay. I love shit like that that has no like. <clears throat> tangible thought, especially like future technology where like, hey, this looks like the future and you look at it, you're like, how does that work? And you're like, I don't know, but it looks like a future thing. Big fan, especially Kalto. Kalto. Yeah. Um, so Kim, so Kim's like a total anime nerd for, for this holodeck program. Yeah. Uh, Tuvok steals her from him. Uh, well, God, not wanting to steal, playing. not wanting to steal from him too. Yeah. Tuvok yeah. Gets, He's intrigued like, by this character, but like definitely doesn't want to be in a relationship in any way. Um, no, right. She we, shows up in his quarters. Yeah. With the doctor's mobile emitter on. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck you and call security. And it's like level one alert. Like Get the fuck out you're here. probably, you're probably going to take over the ship now. <laughs> yeah. And props to Tuvok for having, like, and he is the chief security officer, but like so often in Star Trek, people let stuff go on for too long. He's just like, nope, nope this is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> security, please get the fuck in here. Not dealing with this today. He's a classic, uh, like annoyed principal. He's like not dealing with this today. Oh, and meanwhile, the Voyager, for some reason, is stuck in this nebula, which I got to say, like, it started off where they were outside of the nebula, and then they just kind of, they just drove into it. It's like, there's this nebula that we don't understand. Let's go in And if it works the way it's supposed to, it's just supposed to explode. Let's drive into it. And then Tom Paris has got his hands on the controls. He's like, oh, don't worry. If this thing starts to go, I'm out of here. Like I got He's this like, thing out of here. I am that good of a pilot, which he is. He's a big daddy. He big, is that good. Big daddy. Oh my Tom God. Tom Paris, Tom Paris, while he is like one of the most playful and like doesn't take himself seriously characters, he probably is one of the best pilots in Starfleet. Yeah. yeah. That's his whole thing. That's why, that's he why was Jane in prison like, at the beginning of the series, out. right? Yeah. I Okay. This is like a bit of a tangent, but I, Starfleet has like penal colonies. They have like prison camps. Mm, basically, that's super it's like California. Up, you know, like if you <laughs> you get to fight wildfires. You I, know, if you're at the beginning of that, COVID. I was like, he's in a penal. What the fuck? This is not. Well, he the was Maquis. He was a Maquis pilot. I know. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Was yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he oh, knew Chicote. Him and Chicote had was, beef. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, now I remember that. Yeah, but I thought he was like undercover as a. That's Tuvok. That's Tuvok, Tuvok right? That's Tuvok. Okay. Yeah. Man, I haven't watched Voyager in a while. I know it all. Yeah, you got. You, I'm you like, gotta watch it for your fifth time. I yeah. know. <laughs> I'm on my um, my third my third time through completely. Yeah. So like the the last part of the episode outside of the holodeck that we see um, is. 
Tuvok basically gets uh, transported over to the ship that they find Morena's like is an alien actually. Morena's actually an alien and she yeah. has like taken over, like put herself into a holodeck program to like take over the ship. And we find out that she does this just because she's by herself all the time. She's, she's the one that's containing these plasma fires basically to keep this uh this thing alive for her alien race she does this to passing ships because she just wants to like entertain herself this, this time is, she fell in love with tuvok <laughs> this is what would happen if they put somebody next to a plaque next to that fucking thing that we talked about this last is exactly episode it. This, it is a movie track <laughs> this, this is basically took our note yeah <laughs> So what's your job? I preserve a thing that's supposed to not exist yeah. so that people can see it. And most of the time, they don't even stop. Yeah, yeah. by myself. By myself. <laughs> this is You're totally right. This is They executed the booby trap concept. And they would lose uh, their fucking mind. They would lose their goddamn mind. How, I, think, I feel like it's such a, a sci-fi trope that shouldn't exist of people being left places alone to do jobs and it's like and then they went crazy it's like no shit yeah you put them somewhere <laughs> alone yeah. in the middle of space what did you expect to happen <laughs> yeah that's incredible i do love oh, just man. the idea of a a docent in space yeah. by themselves yeah they, she just needs another she just needs another docent yeah or yeah. three oh, well she God. they she they try to explain it by her saying like she likes to be alone. Like she, she, and the reason why she fell in love with Tuvok is because she saw herself in him basically in the fact that she likes to be away from people. She doesn't like to be around people. Um, And so they kind of have like this back and forth conversation and they come to an agreement. Tuvok basically says, does the whole thing of like, if you really love me, you'll let me go because I have a lot of other things going on in my life right now. Yeah. Yeah, Tuvok, to his core, is still a dude. Uh, Tuvok, he's like, I have a wife, I have family, I have a career. Like, I'm very happy. I'll probably see them within the next 75 years. This is about as close as Tuvok gets to cheating. And it's not close at all. This is about as close as he ever gets. Which I just... He has a logical affair with Marina. I just realized, because Vulcans live so much longer than humans, for like... Tuvok and I guess Vorek, whatever Vulcans are on this ship. God, the worst fucking Vulcan. They're there for they're there for seven years. Like they're lost for seven years, right? Which is no time for a Vulcan. Like that's just like it's like a long. It's like a it's like maybe like a long weekend or something like. (laughs) Yeah, it truly is. So I guess him like being lost from his wife and kid is like, I won't see him for like a year, maybe two. Yeah, it's like, like no people big who deal. Used to, you, when you go to war, first, yeah. it's like it's hard, but like you get through it. Whereas, yeah. like all the humans on this ship are like losing their goddamn minds. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> my mom is terminal; she has terminal <laughs> cancer. Like I'm not gonna be back before she dies. Two bucks, like I don't know what Two you're Two bucks, talking like about, walks yeah. by, whistling, like like really happy. So like, yeah, on my long trip, like yeah. I finally I get away from the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a vacation. <laughs> Man, I thought I didn't know how long I was going to be able to stretch the undercover with the Maquis thing, but like this has worked out this great. Is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, that's great. So Any, that's, yeah, that's that's basically that's everything that happens outside, and and yeah. then we get to the point where they don't ask for the technology to contain warp core breaches. Yeah, it's like. By the way, how does this work? No, no, no. <laughs> nope, no as soon as two, as soon as they're free, Janeway's like, "Tuvok, you want to beam up?" And he's like, "Yep." Yeah, one sec. You should you should think about this emotionally. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. And then he gets back, and I, you know, Janeway's like, "So, Tuvok, did you get the technology on how to uh, contain war corporate? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, no. she, she chose not to share it with me. Yeah. <laughs> She was super creepy. Like she was, I did not she want was to be so there. clingy. She was so clingy. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Catherine, um, please. 
Yeah, so that's that's yeah. the episode outside of this. There's so much stuff that happens inside the holodeck. It's hard to talk about everything. Yeah, the luau. Fun. Let's let's go to the luau. Yeah, let's check the uh, records, the <laughs> Starfleet records first, and then we'll head over to the luau. Accessing Starfleet archives, USS Voyager, mess hall. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hello, Pert. I was wondering if you were interested in playing a game of Kalto with me since Lieutenant Tuvok refuses to take me up on a rematch. Huh? What? Sorry. What? Ensign Lewis? Yeah. You recognize me? I'm... No, yeah, I know who you are. Lopeg. Yes. I was wondering if you were willing to play a game of Kalto with me because... Are you all right? Are you distracted? Yeah, no, sure, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll play whatever with you. Calto, it's... Calto? Well, yeah, I'll play Calto with you. Yeah. No, no, Calto. Calto? What is going on with you? Jesus what do you fucking mean, what is Christ. Going on? I got you guys oh, some sense the hall. Sorry, I just oh, got thank off. You. No, thank you. I just you. got off a hell of a shift. So, let me tell you. You've God. been working. Why have you been working so much? Yeah, it's very strange that you have been working so hard, Tom Space. It's unlike you. Yeah, it is. And I fucking hate it, man. I don't know how you guys do this all the time. Harry Kim has been so distracted lately. He finally is back. He's finally back and, like, on his stuff. But he's been so distracted. And guess who's been having to pick up the slack for him? Uh, Lieutenant Taurus. No, me. Huh. Lieutenant Taurus. I am fairly certain I overheard Lieutenant Taurus say that she was picking up the slack for Kim. Yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Torres was like, yeah, don't worry, I'll do it. But that means that, that means Tom Space is going to do it because Torres is busy as all hell. Torres doesn't have time to, to to do that stuff, so she pawns it off on other people, and that other person happens to be me. Hmm. I worked a 24-hour shift yesterday because Kim couldn't keep his head straight. His head was That's- on backwards? Lit- Sorry. No. Did no, I hear that? Bert, it is an expression. I'm sorry. I just heard. Are you it. okay, Bert? I'm just a little distracted. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a little distracted. Oh, what is going on? You look like Harry Kim. Do I now? Oh, I just I got a new girlfriend. You know, I can't stop thinking about her. Oh, she's another really awesome. new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. She's really great. You guys should meet her sometime. Yeah. Let me guess. It is another character in the holodeck. Uh, yes, another intelligent, um, computer program. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you guys think this is so weird. It's not, you know. Well, what is her name? Um, she's the one with the, you guys have been on the, the Hawaii, the, you know, the Polynesian, like. Uh, oh, the luau. The luau yes. situation. Yeah, she's the one with the yellow uh, bikini. That's, that's the one. That's who she is. That sounds like one of the generic Polynesian Luau attendees. That is that the Neelix one that programmed. puts the lay on you as you walk in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's super cool. She put the lay on me, and I was like, "Hey!" And she was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hey!" And she was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hey!" It was cool. I believe it is the only line of dialogue that a character is programmed to deliver. No, no, no. Yeah, have you guys had any more conversations other than that? I mean, it's more of like an implication thing. So, like, we say it. And we imply certain things. It's actually really fun. What is her name again? Uh, she's the one in the yellow bikini. Because all Her, she says you... is, hey, because you can't get it. It kind of sounds like you're doing, there's like this exercise where you just like say one word back and forth to each other. And it kind of makes it so like you start to infer. It's like a, uh, a therapy a technique, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah like a ter- but we yeah. know each technique. other. It's like we know each other. Like, that's really what, like, when she said, hey, and I was like, hey, we, like, locked eyes, and then we were like, hey, and she was like, hey, and I was like, whoa, like, we see eye to eye. Pert, I am checking the Holodeck 1 logs. Uh You have been in Holodeck 1 for 17 of the last 24 hours. Yeah. That's almost as long as Tom Space has been working on Harry Kim's shifts. Yeah. And, And all you have been saying is hey to this. Hey. As my two best comrades on this ship, I Com- oh, that's so ha- nice. have to yes, you fellow know, workers. I, sorry, I, I've noticed that you've 
I don't think you've ever referred to us as friends. Oh, are we uh, your friends too? Yeah, are we, are we your friends? Okay, what is going on right now? Are you hesitating? The, the F word for Vulcans is a very big commitment. It is a step that we take extremely... You are very important to my daily existence. Do you have friends? Oh, I bet you're uh, friends with Vorik, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, abs- absolutely not. No, Vorik? Yeah. Why? Because he's a he's another Vulcan? Well, I, just I mean, Vor- yeah, he, yeah. Please do not. Vorik, Vork, let, let, me, let me put it this way. Vorik sucks ass. Yeah, he does. V- I, Vork he is does the, suck ass. I've never heard He is you the worst Vulcan. Before. No, it. Uh, there are no other words. It is the only logical thing to say about Vorik. Vorik is a real piece of shit, and it's very obvious he's in love with Torres. Like, yeah, it is annoyingly, obvious. incredibly obvious. annoying. He's always he always just appears. Have you guys noticed that? Also, yes, he'll just appear behind you, and you're like, whoa, what? How did you get there? He walks did he know by. he has a twin brother on the Enterprise? And I asked for a transfer from the Enterprise because I hate his brother so much. And I ended up on Voyager where his twin is. That is how much I hate. That's weird because I that is the exact same thing that happened to me. What happened to you, Tom? Oh, I, I asked for a transfer from the Enterprise to get away from his twin. What? And I'm now I'm on the Voyager and now Vorik is here. You've never told us that before. That you, I don't you have think never that, told us. Yeah. It just seems like a, a very. It sounds like you just took my story. Yeah, it sounds like you, and you well, made no, it your story. No, not at all. No, no. I was, I was saying like that's why, that he sucks ass. They suck ass so much. I was fairly certain you were transferred and you protested the transfer. Yeah, Tom. that's in the log. I think we. I think that's well, in the logs. Well, yeah, yeah, you actually asked Pert to be a witness to an official complaint and I, appeal I to wit- Starfleet. Yeah, I witnessed a whole like courtroom situation where you gave like a like a thirty minute speech about how you didn't want to be transferred. That was literally so I could go down in history in Starfleet in some way. Okay. Well, well perhaps right. that you'll. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I. I was wondering, Tom, are, you'll probably be too distracted and tired to be a worthy opponent, but would you play Kalto with me? Oh, I love Kalto. Yeah, I'd play. Why, wait, Great. didn't you used to play with Tuvok? Yes, but he refuses to now because I always defeat him. But didn't Tuvok, like, get trained by, like, a Kalto master? Yes. Who is my father? Oh. <laughs> What's Kalto? You guys keep saying, what is Kauto? Pert. I had literally like 10 minutes, but I got to get back. Because even though Harry Kim's back now, I I got to take over for, for Pert Lewis's shifts. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And God damn it. Hey. I'm not hey. even. Ah. Pert, I look forward to meeting Yellow Bikini Girl. Hey. I'll oh, s- shit. Actually, I, I have to go. Vork just walked in. Hey, guys. In oh man, the luau! So I love the, the first luau. thing we see in the holodeck is is them walk in and Neelix is party planning because so Neelix excited. is setting up for a luau, yeah, in his tropical, uh, basically sandals. Neelix created sandals <laughs> and is now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's such a specific... Who gave him the idea, too? Who's like, so Neelix, um, we're in the Delta Quadrant, so you don't know anything about this, uh, but there's something called a luau. It's specific to one culture on Earth. uh, Yeah, you're right. It's totally um, He says it um, when they walk in. When Neelix says that that he's setting up for a Polynesian thing, he says it to Harry, kind of like... It felt like Neelix was being like, because cause you're Polynesian, you're, right? Right, Harry? You're, you're right. Polynesian, right? <laughs> Harry's <laughs> so distracted. Say Polynesian. Polynesian is a completely different yeah. thing. Yeah, Polynesian. <laughs> Harry is so distracted that he's like, I don't I don't know what you're saying. I don't care. Do you Have you seen uh, Morena? And Neelix is like, right. what the fuck? No, what are you she, talking about? She's the one white woman in this program. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she's the one, the one white one. No, there's a lot of white women in that program. Are there really? I'm pretty I guess, sure yeah. there is. They're honestly, they're not even like, they're not they're even so like Hawaiian hula girl. They're literally just like swimsuit models. Like yeah. they don't fit yeah. the theme. They're just like walking around and like yeah, at least a couple look Polynesian. To yes, me. or yeah, you know, yeah. like Pacific Islander. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the ones that, anyways, I'm fast forwarding. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, but they go and and uh, try to find Marina, and Marina comes up with uh, with um, oh, you got this. Christ, Kess, no. Kess, yeah, 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 Kess. Oh, fr- yeah, I forgot yeah. about Kess. It's been so long since I've seen Kess that I forgot so did about the writers. <laughs> yeah, she she has some good episodes, um, but they never figured out how to use her character. No, no they didn't. It was very unfortunate. And then they wrote her off and replaced her with Seven. Yeah. Uh, but she comes up with Kess, and they're like, that was so fun, water sailing. And uh, I think she's like, uh, do you want to come water sailing? And and Tuvok's like, Vulcans don't water sail. And it's like, what it do Vulcans just like do? Dwarf. Yeah, it was just it, like Worf. Yeah, it's just like Worf. classic. It's like, we do not do that. Classic uh, Worf. Like Buzzkill. Classic Buzzkill. Yeah. Totally. Seriously, man. And and uh, Marina is, I love this little bit where she's like, are you two friends to Tuvok and Kim? And they simultaneously are like, yes, no. Yeah, I love <laughs> like that. Tuvok's. And then Kim gives him the look of like, what are you talking about? And then. We're friends. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's like, Tuvok has to explain. Basically, he's like, because friendship involves being emotional. So no. We don't have friends. <laughs> I respect you as a colleague. Like he says some shit like that, and then she's like, like, "All right." She's like, "Are you guys coming to Luau?" And then they do the fucking classic "no, yes" thing again. Yeah, it's great. You guys got to stop. It is a good bit, and it's got a it's got a rule of three that pays off in the end. It does. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, you totally. Marina is like really into. She's like asking lots of questions to Tuvok. Yeah. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. So then we get to the Luau. Um, and I love, there's one moment that I, uh, Janeway and Chakotay's like little friendship is like the cutest. I love it so much. And Chakotay always has this, like this smile of like when they, they walk up and Tuvok's there and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And then he like leaves and Chakotay does this smile of like, yeah, that fucking guy. I can't believe we got him to come here. Like he's got he's this not, like smile yeah. that's so good. Yeah, Chakotay's like a morale guy. It's pretty uh, amazing yeah. that. Um, I mean, obviously not all of them, but for the most part, we see a bunch of the Maquis just fall in line as Starfleet officers. Yeah. Well, no, they uh, the first two seasons they. There's some pretty like butting heads. They they deal with it a little bit. There's like two episodes. Yeah. There's more than two episodes. No, there's a good amount of time, but this is like what three years into the into the journey at this point. And yeah. Janeway and Chakotay are like best of pals now. Well, they did have that episode where they were stuck on that planet and they thought they were gonna live there for fucking ever, and they had and to it, like. Be and we've pals. seen that Janeway is not a star like a classic Starfleet officer, so. No. It does make sense. It's just, it's, you know. They they never do anything with Chakotay's character, really. No. Yeah, it's really you, weird. You know, they, you know what they fucked up on? is Because they they were afraid of offending Native American tribes. Yeah. So they didn't actually pick a Native American tribe, and they made one up, which is, like, Even worse. more offensive. Just pick one and do yeah. your fucking research. Like, I feel and like... They have, what? Yeah, and bring and they hire have somebody. Yeah. episode where basically he, uh, he does the, like, Native American, like... Uh, dream quest Spiritual thing. dream quest to yeah. go back Such and, like, cliche. see his dad and stuff. And it, it yeah. is. It, it's almost insulting. Because they it like is. are trying not to insult, because they didn't. Yeah, it's. Uh. Yeah, it very much <laughs> seems like a, oh, let's make him Native American, and they're like, let's not do any of the work to actually know what the fuck this is, right? Because like, it's not a monolithic group. Like every yeah. tribe is going to have different traditions, yeah. anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. that's a tangent there. But it would have been. Yeah. It, it's it, it it was such a like missed opportunity because it would be so totally. cool to know what Native Americans are. 
in that far far in the future like what they're yeah. just like what they have become yeah. you know like all other cultures well, instead of just like melting potting the whole thing you know like yeah. there there is a tng episode where a tribe colonizes a world and it gets taken over by Cardassians. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus. Which is like what not a very fuck? subtle episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And you're like, no, we're staying here. You're not kicking us off this planet. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the Cardassians are like, we'll just blow it up. Anyways. Oh it's, my god. Yeah. The nineties. Uh, there's yeah. one shot of uh, the Doctor who. Is he's like kissing women and he's like he's got like women is... on both arms and yeah. like <laughs> they're kissing him. Sorry, they're kissing him. Yeah. But and they're all yeah. holodeck characters that are meant to just yeah. like because he's basically I think he has the line of like, Oh, this is what it's like to be a recreational, like hollow character. Yeah. Basically he's saying like, I can that, see the benefit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's classic doctor. <laughs> Which is really funny, like a little Easter egg of Picardo just being like, you know, I just, uh, I'm the director and I abuse my position. I had these oh, beautiful Polynesian women. No. <laughs> That's to- <laughs> well, he says it. He, sa- he says that. Oh, he does, doesn't he? But as a joke, I obviously. guess that is kind of an inside joke. That's it. Check out his Instagram. Very his funny Instagram man. is wild. Truly wild. Um, I, there's not a lot of, there's a little... So Tuvok is hanging out with Morena eventually because she's like, I'm very interested in you. Yeah. yeah. They start playing Cal Toe and Tuvok basically accidentally negs her. She's like, so Cal Toe, it's so beautiful. He's like, it's not beautiful. You're an idiot. <laughs> this is, Cal Toe is about precision. Yeah. yeah she's like, like no. he, he uh, basically goes like, uh, a lot of beginner mistakes are uh, you try to make this thing symmetrical. Yeah. It's not symmetrical, you, <laughs> you, you dingus. <laughs> He's Vulcan splaining her. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have like a small relationship, and like, there's uh, this fun moment where Harry Kim comes walking in, uh, where he basically is like out in the hallway. He's like, "Load up, uh, Neelix, uh, whatever program, Luau program, Luau, Luau program. It's already running." Oh, okay, that's weird. Oh. And he like walks in and he sees her and he's like, okay, great. And he walks over and then sees that like Tuvok is actually sitting across from her and he's like, you betrayed me. Oh my How God. I should Dare have you. known. I honestly. No wonder you didn't want me in the holodeck. I was in Tuvok's position where I was like, Harry, the motherfucker doesn't have emotions. Like, you know this. Why are you so mad? Like, this makes no sense. He's playing Vulcan pickup sticks with oh. this holodeck program. And Tuvok uh. says that, too. He's like, it's a fucking computer. And, like, turns it off. He's just like, he just deletes, deletes her. Just yeah. to prove a yeah. point. I love Tuvok. It's like, I don't, I literally don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's an interesting program, but I don't, I, I don't give a I fuck. I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. So, like, stop being a child, Harry Kim. Please. Oh, Harry. Harry's great. Harry is really that, like, wide-eyed, like, new to Starfleet. He never changes. Super innocent. Doesn't know how life works at all. Like. (laughs) It's really weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's worse than Wesley. Yeah. Uh, Oh, what else is going on? Uh, Okay, so eventually there's a combat thing. Because they're, like, (laughs) trying to figure out why the holodeck is... It's Moriarty-ing the ship. Yeah. yeah. And like, I guess we go in there with phasers and we kill the hollow programs or like we shut it down. Like yeah. Bellana's going to shut it down. And then Bellana starts to get choked by a, by a lay. A lay. A smiling. <laughs> I love that they're all smiling, all the like the hula girls and stuff. And they're like fucking smiling yeah, when, and choking When they walk her. in, Tom Paris is like, this is kind of creepy. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all kind of like just walking think- around doing their thing. And no <laughs> one's in there. It's kind of like. When people mod games to do things that they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. they're like making the like these character models literally don't have not smiling faces, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna <laughs> use them to attack everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, like. and to me, this entire fight combat sequence feels very original series to me. Uh-huh. It's so like the stakes are both weirdly high and very low because of the way it looks. Yeah. yeah. And Tuvok, Tuvok is doing the Kirk like two, like the, <laughs> is he? the, the hands combined. He totally is. That's how yeah. he fights. That's this awesome. is like this two hands combined, like fighting thing. Yeah. What the fuck? It, it has to be some sort of like a uh, future. Like they realize this is the best way to hit somebody <laughs> because like, 
multiple people in Starfleet do it. Like, and I've yeah. never seen anybody use that way of fighting before. I feel like it's spe- <laughs> specifically because Kirk did it, and like yep. some ensign saw it and was like, "Yo, guys, uh, Kirk, like he punched a dude with both of his hands together." It's super he, he cool. He killed a Gorn with that way. <laughs> it's like when it's like when people in tennis started doing the two hand and backhand, and yeah. someone's like, "Oh, that what? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, then yeah, so that battle ends, and uh, they win. They yeah. beat the Hollow Programs, and Tuvok. Oh, there's a moment where Tuvok's talking to Morena. Uh, who's not on the ship anymore? Mm-hmm. And they're basically like, keep her on the phone. We're, we're tracking her. We're like, we're tracing where her little space station. The twenty four situation. Yeah, I know. He's like, um, what is this going on over there? <laughs> She's like, I just love you. He's like, I can't do okay, that. Yeah, but stay on the phone. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to th- raise this, this episode's kind of oh, boring? Not done yet. What it, it kind of is. It's we're not done yet because even... there's one more holodeck. Oh, scene. it's at the yeah. end. Yeah, there's that last one. Yeah, I we're, forgot. Once it. again, yeah, the holo the holodeck program is running. Kim comes in and he's like, "Hey, Tuvok, um, thanks and sorry." And Tuvok's like, "I've been a bad friend, <laughs> or I mean, not a friend, but like sorry. I've been a bad. I compromised our relationship because I didn't take your emotions into account." He's so involved with his own emotions. So Tuvok learned a little something. He did this episode, and then the and uh, the the luau lady comes over and is just like, "Do you guys want some company?" And they're like, "No, no." And they say at the same time, <laughs> and then Tuvok and says, then, "Thank you." Oh, <laughs> so kind. He's so considerate of everyone's emotions now. And then they play. Uh, uh, he asks him if he wants to be his. Kowtow yeah, if he wants to learn how to play Kowtow. And yeah. uh, Harry Kim has the childish comeback of, I thought you said humans can't wrap their head around it. You know? It's like, buddy, just take it. Just take I it, dude. All of yeah. I would have loved if he, if, if he was like, do you want to learn how to play uh, Kowtow? Kowtow, sorry. I keep saying Kowtow. Kowtow. And Harry just went, nope. And then just like walked away. <laughs> or the other way around. If he's like, hey, you want to learn how to play Kowtow? And then Harry Kim's like, I thought you said humans couldn't wrap their heads around it. And then Tuvok goes, okay, fine. Then I'm not going to teach you. Bye. Teach you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. I'm sorry. That's stupid of me. I don't know why Fuck I me, asked right? you in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good point. Uh, yeah. Man. Uh, let's rate Let's rate it. Let's rate it. Which I, I'm going to say, I think it's going to rate pretty high, even though it's a boring uh, episode. Just because, it has, just because is... it has something in it doesn't mean it's good. That's all I'll say. That's very true. That's very true. While our system is flawless, I will say that one uh, thing that we could have added when we were coming up with this, which we will not be adding now, is how like standalone-y a holodeck could be uh, in in itself. Because this is very much tied up in what's going on outside the holodeck. And if you were to watch this, that it's not no its sense. own thing, you know. Whereas something like our man Bashir is like, oh, what a great, you know. Episode. Yeah, but it is also very tied in. Uh, anyways, true. Uh, yeah, dialogue. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything that's special. Just a little joke. You know, of, the, are you two friends? Yeah, I think that's the highlight. Really, I think in terms of dialogue, that's the highlight. Um, and just the Tuvok stuff for me is really funny. Of him, like. It's like accidentally campy. Yeah. Like him just negging Morena. Yeah. Two. Uh, but this, uh, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with a one. I'll give it a two as well. Uh, romance. Ooh. There's a lot of steamy. This is pretty high in the in romance side of yeah. things. Like, yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the fact. Sorry to backtrack, but fucking Vorik. Oh, God. Snatches Bolana. Because Tom's clearly going to make a move tonight. Tom's like, Well, Tom brings two drinks over, gives one to Bolana and one for himself, and Vork just happens to be there. Uh, (laughs) He fucking snipes it. He's like, hey, um, I have another holodeck program if you want to go to that. And she's like, (laughs) what? Okay. Well, and she's like, he's like, I overheard. You said something on the, uh, in the, the, uh, engineering room about you liking water or something and she's like what the fuck why do you 
This is Vorik being that? creepy, and then yeah. like Balana being like, oh, I don't. If I if I say no to this guy, he's gonna get he's gonna get weirder. Weird. Well, and I have to work with him every he day. He like I'm weirdly pressures her into like going Dude, off with him. This episode sets up like two episodes later. He has his pawn far and does yeah. get fucking weird, and she's <laughs> like, does. "Whoa, what the fuck?" Uh, yeah. Fucking Vorik, man. Uh, He's the he worst really... fucking Vulcan. <laughs> so but annoying. like Tom, like when they leave, Tom's like not threatened. No, no, no not at all. But he's like, well, that's annoying. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so like, goes, I know it's not gonna work out with those two, yeah. but so God then he goes it. over to hang out with with uh with Carrie. With Harry. And he's yeah. just like, like hey, you want to get out of here? Or yeah. <laughs> he's just basically like, hey, let's have some fun. And Harry Kim's just like, I want to go back to my quarters <laughs> my room yeah and he's like come on it'll be fun and harry's like don't push me and he's like well, okay it's, all right it's totally like it's like a school dance they're like at the school dance yeah. they both struck uh, out yeah and yeah. it's like hey do you want to like maybe grab some pizza and sit on the bleachers and just talk about <laughs> stuff and kim's like no i'm gonna call my mom she's gonna come pick me up and Tom's like, let's get drunk. What are you talking about? Come on, let's go. Like, <laughs> let's get swamish, mammy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there's some romance stuff going on in here. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a three. Yeah. Accidental romance. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, this is a romantic. It's all about relationships. This is all Everything about romance. All about and this is like this is like a teen romance because of the way Harry is is dealing with things. So like, because the way everyone is dealing with things. Yeah. This is, and that's going to also play into the camp factor of things. I was going to give it like a four. I know that's high. Dylan, but I'm going like... to go with a three also because it's there and I enjoy some of it, but I don't think it's top notch romance. You know, I, I, I thought that I was going to be the high scorer. So I actually kind of want to bump mine back up because <laughs> I, I was, I was oh downplaying the romance. I, because, yeah. Cause like, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's like, good it's romance like, but i'm saying no. it's a very specific type of romance within like a genre of movie or show that's fair yeah yeah, and yeah. i think it's cute in its yeah. own way yeah uh how about action it's actually pretty good action there's here. some good action like it's just that one scene right yeah but it's good that's action. plenty for that's plenty for our and, rating system it's there yes it's i'm there. assuming but is it I'm good I'm assuming the safeties were off because it looked like Bellana might have died if they didn't save her. That's true. I know. She was like really reaching for that yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's I, some good I, action. I was going to give it a I four. really liked it. I really liked the style of the fighting. They put some time into it. I'm giving it a four as well. And there's a phaser shot as well. There is There is one phaser shot. Um, I'm going to go with a 3.5. Dylan, take me out to the Hollow Suites. Already been dethroned off, off the top this five. This is not about yeah, take me out to the Hollow Suites. What are you protecting right now? I'm protecting the sanctity of the top five. <laughs> That's what I'm protecting right now. <laughs> this does not deserve to be anywhere fucking near it. So I'm just making sure that we're all, you know, we're all know what we're doing here. <laughs> what about suspense? Uh, for me, it's like zero. I can't. It's not. Much there's nothing very suspenseful. There's like a little bit of suspense when they walk in and things are creepy. You're like, oh, what's gonna happen? Oh yeah. Um, but you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah you do. But that's a, it is a little bit of suspense. Yeah, one. Point five. How about point five? Point five. All right. How about camp? It's, it's pretty camp. It's, it's pretty fucking it's campy. Pr it's pretty fucking campy. Yeah. Like you said, it's it's a heist. It's a teen romance episode. I think Looking at it now, camp was our way of trying to encapsulate what I was talking about earlier. The it factor. Of like, yeah, the it factor of like Armand Bashir, of like the, um, are they doing like a weird like genre? Are they doing like a genre type thing? That was, I think that was our way, camp genre. was our way of trying to say like, is there a genre going on here? I think this is a high school, a teenager yeah. love movie. Yeah, yeah. This is like Harry Potter 6. And I know that's kind of going yeah. pat back on like how I've like looked at camp in the past, but, uh, yeah, but I, I evolve. Know. I think it's my, my things evolve. and You're like Tuvok, man. You changed a little bit. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So I think I'll give four. it a four. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree. I would agree. Four. If our system can't change, we're going to have to change. Yeah. We're going to have, <laughs> We're to, gonna change. have to change. <laughs> How about stakes? There's some stakes. I mean, like. Is the, the ship going to get blown up? 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the ship's always going to get blown up. I think that's also... <laughs> the well, stakes, every the time, stakes do take place yeah. in the holodeck because what is keeping the ship in this danger zone is taking place on the holodeck. It's so, the holodeck, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess in the holodeck, the stakes are they're going to get murdered by the uh, holodeck program the itself. luau participants the luau yeah. participants specifically stakes, without any of the outside stuff they're actually kind of pie yeah. yeah it's like a 3.5 for me cool i'm gonna go with a three i'm gonna go with three you wanted to give it a 3.5 no i almost give it a 2.5 because i'm very worried <laughs> i'm gonna give it a three computer Uh-oh. what is our final score Fuck. calculating Two point seven eight, which puts it once again ahead of "Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite." See, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> but still behind author, author, so it yeah. preserves the ranking. The Drask system is bullshit. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I've propped up this. This is another this one is for me bullshit. where it it scores well. On our system, and it does as a episode as a whole. It's a pretty good episode, but I didn't really like it that much. It's kind of boring. Which bring which is here's the the category that we need. We really is the most important one that we added in, which is just would you recommend this episode just for the holodeck content? Yeah, and for me, that's a no. Yeah, no, maybe. Because I, I, I honestly, weirdly, I, weirdly enough, I really kind of enjoyed all of the teenage bullshit going on. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of show the goofy, weird side of Star Trek pretty well. So maybe. Um, but I think, I think we should all release our own personal top fives. So uh, just, just for ourselves, so people be like, oh, this is Jan's favorite. This is, you know. So While we were talking about this episode, I had this idea, um, and I think it was because Dylan said uh, Tuvok is like the angry principal. Um, while I don't think we need any more Star Trek content, uh, I know they're going to keep shitting it out. Just uh, pooping it out. Kind of would be fun to see a uh, college road trip series <laughs> movie in the Star Trek universe where they in steal space? a shuttlecraft from... Starfleet Academy, and they oh, have to yeah. get to like a convention or something like that, or like their friend gets marooned on a planet, and they got to get back and get their get their friend. Or you could just do Harold and Kumar in space, but in the Star <laughs> Trek universe, and they got to get like the most delicious, uh, like you know, Klingon worms or some shit. And, and I imagine just, like, this great. takes place after Voyager, so that Tuvok could be. Like the, the a dean at Starfleet, <laughs> Tuvok with a mustache, mustache gray mustache, Tuvok, like as a principal, as like yeah, the dean of a college. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That's, that's a really fun idea. That's a really fun idea. So Viacom CBS, I know you're listening to this. Uh, start shitting out stuff like that, please. <laughs> Hey, there is one thing I wanted to say about this episode Mm -hmm. and Lower Decks, Mm -hmm. and it's that this condensed would actually probably be a Lower Decks pitch because it's very like the stakes are crazy low and also very Star (laughs) Trek-y, and then they all of a sudden get very high, and it's stupid teen drama. Like, it actually is. That seems to be the vibe that they're going for with that show. If they just play it up more. They, yeah, they, they would do, play yeah. it up more, yeah. and they would condense it to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. A, a, Harry Kim is very much a Boimler yeah. in yes. what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for I have a feeling Boimler's going to get promoted. but They're both going to be on like the bridge. In the season finale or something, yeah. he's going to become a lieutenant. Yeah. And yeah. He's gonna, he's, that's going to go to his head probably. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, I, I will uh, – I want to throw out a little bit of trivia, one last bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wang or Garrett Wong, I'm not sure which pronunciation he pr- pronunciation he prefers. Um, had the flu while filming this episode. Ooh. Oh, he did look pretty uh, exhausted. 
So yeah. it kind of worked out that the, it was written the way it that was. That he got deleted yeah. about a third into the episode. <laughs> I will say, too, he, he had good hair in this episode. He, his hair is great. Dude, his hair's always good, yeah. He's got beautiful, long, yeah. dark hair. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. What are we going to do next? It's so a nasty. great question. Okay, so I've got a pitch. I've got a pitch for one because I, I put some up on, on our Discord. Yeah. Which, by the way, check out our Discord. Uh, how about the outrageous Okona where there's a holodeck comedian? Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do, do it. That. TNG. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's TNG's attempt at creating a Han Solo character, by the way. Fucking yeah. So, the outrageous Okona from The Next Generation. Cool. What season? What episode? I think it is. It's season two, episode four. Sweet. All right. Yeah. So that's gonna be next a week. Yeah. Make sure to watch it. It's a. It'll be fun. I'm excited to hear some jokes. You know. Finally. Oh. Jesus. Finally, think, some jokes. Um. Subscribe to Trek to the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to us. Make sure you leave us a review. Give us five stars if you love it. If you don't love it, wait until you love it, and then give us five stars. Mm-hmm. Comment on Apple Podcasts. That really helps a, the algorithm get us up there so more people can find this lovely podcast. And if you like the conversations we have here, we have similar ones on Discord, so check us out there. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and the uh, voice for the Trek to the Holodeck computer is provided by Verona Blue. Yeah, intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline, available now on Bandcamp, used with permission from Midwest Collective. And Viacom CBS. Fuck off. You will be hearing from our lawyer. No, we're just a fan (laughs) podcast. We just have fun. And uh, we have no association with Viacom CBS. Uh, So, yeah, just enjoy this and watch the episodes. Pay for the episodes in some way or another via Mm -hmm. streaming or whatever. But if Viacom CBS wanted wanted to send us, like, some free merch or, like, give us a free month of, like, CBS All Access... Like yeah. we will take it. We we'll will sell our souls yeah. to Viacom CBS Absolutely. if they want to give us some stuff. I love Viacom CBS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff, guys. All right. Nice transmission. We spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.